0: Accordingly, we are suspending the season. We are going to put a time period to the suspension. We are going to look at every available option to us in the next week or so as to how we can recommence the season, be it in other areas, be it in northern Queensland, all the options are still on the table. We thank the players for their all their support today and we also thank the fans. This decision hasn't been taken lightly, but we have a world renowned pandemic expert, and they are very, very concerned at the rapid rate of this infection. And um, as I said, we will, and always,
1: consider the health of our players before anything else, and we've had no other, no other option but to suspend the
2: season. Rabideau's radio podcast,
3: Grant Chappell,
1: Steve Maven, Darren Brown. <laughs> Chaps is red hot here, so my fame was running hot there for a while, but...
3: Could you catch him?
4: Well,
2: only if I got a bit of a start. <laughs> <laughs> it's great for rugby league, but more importantly, it's great for the mighty Rabideau.
1: Welcome to another edition of Rabbitohs Radio. My name is Grant Chappell. I'm joined in Rabbitohs Radio studio by two former Rabbitohs, Steve Maiman on my left, Darren Brown on my right. What's storm, boys?
3: Hello, chaps. Hello,
2: Brownie. Yeah, g'day, boys. Uh, sad times at the moment. Everyone's probably doing it tough, we've just got to do the right things and uh, and get on with life, but uh, make sure we isolate, you know, wash your hands frequently.
3: Yeah, it's a dreadful time, you just heard Peter Valandy's there, they've suspended the NRL season and yeah, it's a bit depressing, but the show must go on here and all we can say is if you're looking for some entertainment, you can download us every week and we'll try and bring you some stuff that you'll enjoy.
2: And we are doing the right things here uh, in the studio. Uh, you know we're widely separated uh, we've got the hand sanitizer we've got the wipes and
1: brownie's had to put his glasses on so he could see me <laughs> uh, he's that far away but
2: i'm um, to hear it no tune.
1: and um yeah I, I guess i mean we spoke a week ago and i guess well i think we spoke about the world will change in a week and it, it has changed a hell of a lot um in the past seven days going into phase two lockdown last night the prime minister spoke about that and uh, implications on everyone individually and all or shut my, 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 my kids aren't even going to school now. They're staying home, and I did. Yeah, so is mine. Just the mm. impact, just even. The night shift Monday night. L- lucky to get now. to sleep. The kids next door were home, making noise as the kids do. Um, you look well, bud. Got them up the park. Oh, I feel fantastic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've only
1: had two hours sleep this morning, but anyway, uh, yep. I, they drove me to the drink yesterday, boys. Um, I tried to be the school teacher <laughs> for a few hours sleep. They yep. weren't listening to me. Uh, I end up cracking a few cans of Young Henrys. I'll be honest with you. I pun- oh, nice. punch four in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Just take As the edge do. off it. As um, you do. Geez. But anyway, the
3: uh, the show must go on. The show must go on. And look, yeah, look, the footy's off. But when you put it into into perspective, people are suffering. People are losing their jobs. People. Oh, people are, small uh, businesses. People are dying like... from this disease. It's a it's an alarming uh, rate of rise. The the spread. Oh. So we really need to keep it in check. The... So you, we just want everyone to take it seriously. You know, Aussies are like that, ah, I couldn't be bothered wearing a mask. If you've got to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you've got to be separate... I had one
2: on last night at work.
3: Yeah, I've been sanitising all all my workstations at work
1: and and probably... People don't real. We're obviously working at the wolf, we've, we've mentioned that many times on the show, and uh, and we're just business as usual out there, boys. Oh, we? Well, we have to be. And we uh, have to we're be one of those and essential services, which if we shut down, um, the, yep. the supply chain shuts down. Well, and that's right. We're in big trouble. That's one thing we can. We've got to make sure if you, if there is a job you can do, you have got to keep keep the joint rolling.
3: Yeah, we have to. And like I had to work on a ship that came from China the other day, and I'm on there. I wasn't happy to be there, but I've got to do my job. We've got to keep the country rolling, and it is what it is. So yeah, just hope everyone. Can get through this, and we come out the other side and get back to the way it was.
1: Yeah, no, that's right, boys. I might um have a little little recap of what's coming on today's show. We'll, we'll try and get that mood up. Got a yep. couple of big interviews coming Let's up. Go. Um, obviously the NRL s- suspended its season, which is which was the biggest announcement of the lot. We're going to recap that Broncos loss last Friday night up there at an empty Suncorp Stadium, which was a strange look in itself. And in Rabbitohs news, we have got Mark Ellison. And he, he's he got plenty of things to say on, on the effects of, of our yep. of our legendary club, the mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs. And we've also got behind enemy lines with Rod Kerr, Kerrbox, the, the legendary um, lifeguard down there. at Kerrbox,
2: what a legend.
1: Yep, that's right. And yep. we've also got a bit great of bloke, NRL bloke. news. We'll talk a bit about some of those games over the weekend and a few of the stories in and around the NRL, boys.
3: Yep. Yep. All right, so we're going to do the shout-outs now, brought to you by export freight systems. And the first one I'm going to do is it's a Facebook group. Now, Chaps mentioned them last week. I think he called it the South Juniors Facebook group. Their real name is actually, the real name is SSD SSDRLFC. It's a bit of a tongue twister, to this. Lower Grades and A-grade Discussion Page. And it's run by Barry and Chris. Now, unfortunately, there's no lower grades or A-grade to discuss. So the boys on that page are going to try and put some other content on there, some old stuff, some photos. So we still want you to join there. We're all members there. The great Tucker Coleman's in there. So we can get in there and chat about the footy. And
1: I have a look all the time on there, maybe. And I noticed yeah. one the other day that one of the great tries from the juniors last year was in our Canterbury Cup side, um, Jackson Paulo scoring off the kickoff against the Bears, which is yep. the Roosters and a little
2: yep. bit... Yeah, the boys are doing a good job. Yeah, yeah. putting up some old memorabilia. Right, it's a, it's yeah. a
1: really good Facebook page, and, guys. Yeah. I, I encourage you to jump on there and have a look.
2: And Baz uh, Barry there, um, also... Has indicated to us that he's going to give us some memorabilia for the studio. Yep. So we'll look forward to that uh, when it comes around. Oh, Thanks. he's a
3: mad rabbit, oh, Baz. Good on. Shout out to you, Baz. Yeah, Thanks. good on you, Baz. Thanks, Baz. And Chris. And also, you might have heard during the week, we put out the song "Glory Glory," calling all rabbits, and we made a a YouTube clip from that, and it's quite a catchy song. And we used all the fans in there, so. Yeah, it was People cool, like it? Josh Kemp from the borough. And Josh
1: Kemp was big on that yeah, one, yeah.
3: Yeah, so if you, I'm sure a few years and now saw yourselves in there. Couple and if Demi's you,
1: friends on there?
3: Demi's, yes. If you haven't had a look, go and have a check it out. And the other bit of music news is that we've got Carpo, Chris Carpenter from Crashing the Carpenters. The great Carpo. Has given us his song Save the Bay, and it's about saving our Bay. Now, that's a cause we're all very um, – it's close to our hearts. Now, I really think that it will be a disaster to put a cruise ship in – at Yarra Bay that's all we've got left us locals to go and have a swim down the bay and if they do that it'll be it'll decimate whatever's left so that song you'll hear a bit of that during the show just on
2: Yarra we're often down there at Smoker we go down there and yep. have a swim that just break deep. up the day or, or the night yep. um, it's, a, you know, it's so close I've uh, only down there last Friday just, great trying to, beach. Like,
1: just trying to if you stand down there try and picture it what's going to happen out there Yeah, I know. there's going to be something like a couple of hundred metres exclusion zone from it for a start uh, what, what's going to be left for the actual people that use it? That's
3: ridiculous. None. And who wants to get off a cruise ship out there when you can get off the cruise ship in, at, in, the, in, the, in the greatest harbour in the world? And it's a massive harbour. Surely they can find some space in there. Anyway, don't get me started, but listen to the song from Carpe and we'll actually post that on our episode webpage, the full song as well. Um, now, and the other quick thing I want to mention is Kai Porio. He was our rabbit of the week last week. Um, he's in a wheelchair and he's got a couple of documentaries. We're going to post those on our episode webpage as well and he had a devastating stroke over in vietnam and it really sat him on his ass um he was before that he was a, a documentary host normal guy and to see him now he's a really is a shell of himself so shout out to you kai and uh we're all thinking of you mate chin up kai but he is a mad rabbit oh, he's got his wheelchair with the uh, is decorated in uh Rabideau's memorabilia uh we well, just got anything boys
1: um no I was just i mean a shout out to everyone all the listeners out there on Rabbitohs radio um anyone financially affected um or just just i suppose just every single person in society around the world's affected and keep your chin up um hopefully these tough times don't last too much longer we can get back to doing what we love watching the mighty rabbits
2: yeah that's right I'll just shout out to the mental league uh a lot of a lot of supporters of this show are involved with well played the game of rugby league and it's easy to be a member around these tough times. Mental League will come in handy and support you if, if you are struggling. So, to the Mental League, get get behind them. It's, it's quite easy. Jump on their website and be, become a member. All
3: sure, right. Boys. Now we don't want to talk about it too much, but we're going to have a look at the Broncos' loss. Yep, now Now yep. look, they they started well. They had all the ball. They're all over us, and we didn't help ourselves. We 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 led the error counts twelve seven. We missed forty five tackles. You can't win football games doing that. And we when we finally got some ball, we scored a few tries. And there was a few good things. Jaden Sewer I thought was rock solid. He was on a bit of a mission, smashing blokes. Um, and we saw some good touches. Latrell with a little beautiful touch to to Campbell Graham when he, he he almost scored in the corner. Great hands, soft hands. Yeah. So there's some good signs there. But we really you know we probably didn't deserve the win, even though that. Try was was a no try. But, that's um, the
1: third try, Katoni Staggs, was talking about there. Yeah, yeah,
3: so we didn't really deserve the win, but yeah, you know, we had some some good signs there that we were building towards something, but unfortunately that's all gone away now. Yeah,
1: when well, they dominated possession, they absolutely monstered us in the fours in that first twenty five minutes. I so I think I took a photo of the possession and sent it to you two boys during the game. We only had twenty five percent
3: possession. Yeah. And, I thought we'd done
2: well to go to go into the break at in oh, front we, to hold
3: on,
1: yeah. But when we did get down there we seemed to open them up. We bombed it we bombed two tries. Cam mm. Murray went up the ball went through his head, had he caught that, put on in the post. Campbell Graham bounced the ball as well. There's um possible eight at least ten points. Mm. Renault might have kicked him up from the sideline, and another twelve. Mm. We could have been leading twenty two to ten. Well, that's what I mean. After so, being absolutely monstered. That's uh so, yeah. don't may, be too disheartened. No, I mean
2: maybe I just read out all the stats, even though the stats don't sound good. Um, we we done well to go into the to the break leading, so we must yeah, have been scrambling well, so, and, and we yes, had to be.
1: We did scramble very well. Yeah. Because I had that written down, yeah. And, yeah. and,
3: and we, we only got beat by four, and the Broncos, honestly, are one of the best teams, if not the best team in the competition. So to be a chance to even win at the end there, if we've been um, able to score that try, showed that we can hang in there in games. And uh, a couple
2: of their tries came off offloads as well. Yeah, yeah Paying, yeah. paying Haas, a, a little offload,
3: and... Um, so, you know, we're, we've got a
1: Herbie Farmworth. Yeah. Big offload from yeah. Herbie.
3: Now, one thing I was going to say, look, we were going to talk about the Roosters game, it's not on now. And we're going to get Kerbox, Rod Kerbox Kerr on a bit later to just have a chat to him because we had him lined up for behind enemy lines. But the side, what do you think might have happened? Now, look, I know Brownie was thinking that, and a lot of people are the same, that Latrell should probably go back into the centres and put Alex Johnson to fullback. And I was thinking the same. And I was thinking we could maybe bring Keon Kalamatungi onto the bench and someone would have to go.
2: Yeah, well, look, that's my opinion. And and, Wayne's not going to listen to me. And I've said it from day one. I I would have started Luttrell in the centres and and eased his way in to fullback. uh, Like a lot of people are saying now, Wayne's gone the other way where he's starting him at fullback and then putting him in the centres later in the game. There's one other change that I'd probably make, and once again, it's only my opinion. I'd, uh, I'd put Cameron Murray back in the middle. I just don't think he's as effective on the edge. And, and once again, it, it might take time.
1: Play him less minutes if he plays in the middle. Play him at 60 minutes, not 75. He was out in his feet. Like, yeah, the
2: I, think, well, I think the, the quick play of the balls and the, the little second-phase play that, that he gets yep. away. He can do everything, this kid. I love him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, He's one of the best forwards in the game.
1: Well, some of our best opportunities were off play the balls in the match and it, and it wasn't Cam, it was off a few other guys Ah, like Harme Selle again. Scored another try off, he's played the ball well, again. Yeah.
2: Look how the yeah. Broncos scored, a couple of offloads. And mm. offloads, I yeah. just don't think yeah. we're being as effective as what we were last year. But once again, it's uh, it's only my opinion. And like you said, Mavo, um, we can bring uh, Keon,
3: yeah.
2: Kalamatangi or Bailey Surinan. We've got a couple of options there that can yeah. play on that. On that, the edge. That edge, yeah, yeah. A
1: couple of good young football players. Yeah, we've, so we've seen um, a little taste of them in the Charity Shield and Canterbury Cup last year. Yeah, but we've but all got opinions, haven't we? We've all got we opinions. And look, I might have a little say on Luttrell really quick. I, I thought he had some nice touches in the game early. He did. And and the biggest knock on him the week before was um, his involvement. Well, he had 10, 10 carries this time for 100 yards. And guess what? He played hundred. He played the 80 minutes. I was about mm. to say 100 then, but he mm. played the 80 minutes. He wasn't fantastic, but some of his touches were classy. And he's, he's going to have to work his way into this side. And his fitness is it's nowhere near where it should be. Like. No. no, and
3: that's
2: no. going no, we've,
3: we've said that. It's going to take time. It's going it? to take time. And he needs to get some more touches. Like the, the the top fullbacks are touching the ball a hell of a lot more than that. But I think that'll come. And he, hopefully he does. Now, that's the question that we'll, we're will we not going to get an answer to. All these changes we've talked about. We don't know if they're going to happen. We don't know if Wayne was just going to go with an unchanged lineup. Mm. And hopefully we can get you on, Super Coach uh, Wayne Bennett, at some stage. You've got a bit of time on your hands now. We'd love to have you on for a chat if you're listening.
1: You know, I know him as Wayner. Oh, Wayner, Wayne. you're Matt Wayneo. <laughs> Sorry, mate, I didn't know who you're talking about then. <laughs> oh, I, you mean Wayneo, my mate? Oh, <laughs> you're mate Wayne. I thought you so, meant the fan, Wayne Bennett nah. from the North Coast of New South Wales. Yeah. Nah,
3: no. Nah. Oh, so all right, all right, so we will move on and like hopefully it's not too long a wait till we're back on the field. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So I was going to give myself a wrap there when you mentioned. I forgot all about it when you mentioned sewer I said now I mentioned last week. Said so I was doing extras with sewer uh, And guess what, boys? Did, didn't he defend well in that game?
3: Oh, mate. I thought yeah. he's our best defender, and some yes. of the shots he put on were unbelievable. Yeah, he did. So, going to the captain's runs, working for us, chaps. You can give us an insight into what's going on and tell the tell the listeners and it it happened in the on the field.
2: Once again, that's been put on hold, so we'll have to wait. And
1: I, I think I mentioned last week. Um, come round 20, you'll see the best of Jaden Sewell if, if you can get. And, and he also played the 80 minutes out, boys. That was probably a little bit missed in in
3: in the washup. Wow, but there um, you go. That's big anyway. from your second row, starting second rower, to play 80 minutes against and, your yeah, old club too. And he was, he was really hit putting some good shots on. No, he him and
1: Fofito, it was an old um, ding-dong battle between those two. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. got stuck into it, didn't they? Yeah, well,
3: they did. I, I well, know, I mean, maybe I really enjoyed Fido it. Fafita was a
2: little
1: bit quiet when you well, think about it compared I, to the week before.
2: Well, I just, mm. uh, maybe I touched on some of our stats and some of their stats. Four of the Bronco forwards ran for over 150 metres. Four of them. Mm. And a lot of them were up in the, the high 100s, you know, 180, 190. Yeah, that young Carrigan, the captain, I think he ran for 190.
3: Mm. He's underrated, that bloke. Yeah, well, yeah. that comes back to our defence, you know. We missed well. we miss 45 tackles, and now are a good forward pack. Let, let, make no mistake. So what that's the benchmark fl- that we need to what rise about that to. Well, that was
2: like us the week before. That's what that's what our forward's done. Mm. We all run for over 150 hundred and They're yeah.
1: missing three or four blokes. Oh, I reckon that. That Flegler. What about the footwork on that bloke? No, I know. And he, just, he actually silenced and paying us and for food. He, he was the best.
3: He was the best forward on the field, in my opinion. Yeah, he's a good player, mate, and it's it's unfortunate he's not wearing red and green. Well, thanks like to
2: Sportsbet, I actually backed him to win the comp last year, and you know maybe I'm sh- kidding. Yeah, I well, I thought they were. I thought they were. Is there a, a good touch, a, oh, touch of being
3: in a bit of a trader there? Is
1: he's kept that low? I know he mentioned it last week on uh, Beyond Enemy Lines. So he got okay. away
3: with that one. You could get a start. Uh, hang the, on a minute. The Broncos. The Broncos podcast might <laughs> might get you one. <laughs> hey? Was a sneaky bet. I,
2: I spoke to Dex about it last week and.
3: Uh, you mightn't I'm have been not, listening. I'm, oh, we'll let it go. All right. We'll get him to ring we'll Darren on. Locker.
1: I think he runs a podcast up there.
2: Yeah. Jarrell, Jarrell, you are you? No, I made that up, but anyway. Stuff the Broncos. Stuff them. Up
3: the rabbits.
1: All right, boys. What are we up to next? We're going to jump into maybe a break here on Rabbitohs Radio?
3: Let's have a break here on Rabbitohs Radio Podcast.
1: Hi everyone, Henry Morris here, ex-president of the mighty South Sydney Juniors, life member of the mighty Rabbitohs, being interviewed here by Rabbitohs Radio, i have got the great Darren Brown, one of our best first graders, a magic, mighty magic maven from my old club Botany, you can't get any better than that, go the bunnies. Okay, welcome back listeners, we've got Rabbitohs News brought to you by the Juniors. Now um, obviously there's no Junior Rugby League over the weekend and, and for a long, long time, so... We we're lucky enough to get long-time, long-serving Rabbits' legend Mark Ellison on the line.
3: Sterling switch of play finds Ericsson with a great pass
2: on the inside. Wonderful, great defence from Ellison, and
5: watch this! Here he comes, Ericsson. Bang up he goes, and down he goes, and where he
4: stops, nobody knows. What a beauty!
1: Welcome to Rabbits' Radio, Mark Ellison. How are you, buddy? Good mate. How are you? Not too bad, mate. Going a bit better than you blokes at the moment. Um, pretty tough times, eh?
0: Yeah, tough times. I think it's across the game, uh, but not only the game. It's across across the world for people. You know, a lot of lot of people out of jobs, and um, a lot of pressure on the government to, to assist in those areas. But you know, I've got to be, got to be fair. Like, you know, I think the government's doing a great job of trying to assist people. Uh, we've got Peter Valandy's here working very well at the NRL. He's, he he. Uh, pushed it as far as he could before we had to stop playing but um
1: yeah, it's tough times but it's not only for us but it's for, for people everywhere throughout the world it's absolutely crazy times mate but um we might just have a little take take people's mind off of just a little bit there hello um just find out a bit about yourself mate you, you've been at the Rabbitohs for a long long time mate so where are you from and what was it like growing up there
0: yeah well, i grew up in maroo i lived in the one house my, all of my life until I got married actually at Donovan Avenue there in Maroobra so I'm oh, pretty fortunate coming up i had lots of mates and that went to school close by I went to first LL Pagewood O uh, L A Pagewood there that was in the same street as I lived in and then came back to do high school there at Pagewood Marsh Brothers as well so yeah, I struck up a lot of yeah, a few lifetime friends and I'm still very close with now growing up there but Maroobra like it is today, it's always been a you know it was, it was pretty working class area back in the day. But the parents came came out from Paddington actually originally, and uh, back when they came out in the mid '60s, they you know it was, it was a long way out Maroobra, like the, the transport wasn't what it wasn't what it's was like today. So yeah, you know, it was a lot quieter than what it, what it is now. Obviously Maroobra but it was it was a great place to grow up as a kid. You had the beach there, you had Sporting fields around, you know, you know, had Ephraim pool there. You had, yeah, lots of things that, that you know, was great for kids.
2: Yeah, hello Brownie, mate. Um, mate, but, you, obviously you took the the rugby league road. Can you tell us a little bit about your your footy journey?
0: Yeah, I was, I always loved loved the brownie. I started when I was about five years old. I, I played for that 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 primary school. I went to LA Pagewood and. Uh, started off playing there And I think I think I made a rep team When I was about Six or seven And that's the first time I got to wear A Rabideau's jersey And uh, You know I thought it was pretty special Even back there As a, as a young kid And uh, I kept Kept playing there And then I, I played For the Morris Brothers Club um, in, the, in the South Sydney Junior League So I came through The, the juniors there And Then came on And, uh, and played for Mascot as well And um, then I, I, I was fortunate enough to play um, SG Ball Jersey flag and Presidents Cup with the Rabbitohs coming through, and yeah, uh, you know, it was just it was a great area to be involved in. I mean, the, the, the South Sydney Juniors were probably the strongest junior organisation in the competition back then. We we're, were always hard to beat coming through in those rep twos, and yeah, you know, well, great playing along.
2: Sorry, yeah. What were some of the players that, that you played with there?
0: Yeah, well, Joey Thomas is one that comes to mind. Rossi Harrington, Brucey Wombottom, Daryl Neville,
2: oh, Michael
0: Andrews, oh. yourself later on in the in, you know Mavo Obviously, when we got to that later on in the career, but funny thing, I used to do a bit of swimming training at Botany Pool with Mavell yes. in the younger days. I was going to uh,
3: mention that. Me and you, are, I've yeah. got fond memories of you and your dad and. Uh, my old man was telling me, you, you used to pick me up and take me and my brother around to Botany Pool. So, yeah, some great memories of that, mate. We go back a real long way.
1: Movo still brings yeah, the yeah. trophies out to this day, actually.
0: Once we have a few yeah, beers, yeah, he brings he... out
3: the swimming trophies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: and he puts his logos on too and he carries them out. Well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, a... he's put, he's put he on, a, he's put on no, a he bit of weight since then. Yeah, yeah, we won't go down that far. <laughs> nah, nah. Boys, right. Well, <laughs> mate, we might,
3: we might fast forward to your your debut, um, you debuted in 1984 against the Dogs, and then the very yeah. next week you played against the Sharks. And I don't know if you remember, but you got sent to the sin bin, and you scored your first try. Have you got any memories of that? I can't remember the the sin bin. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <but> I, <laughs> well, not like many of us do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
0: think I think it was a red. It was a red oval. I think I put this kick up, and it was. In a real howling gale coming from the city and the Redford Hales at the northern end. And the ball looked like going dead and no no one in the team chased it. But it was such a shit kick. I thought, geez, I better chase it, just in case something happened. I landed on his point just inside the dead ball area. And I think Eddinghausen was their fullback and he just let it bounce. And I followed it bounced straight back over his head off its point. It
3: just landed in my head. I only had to catch it and put it down over the line. Unreal. So I, think, I think that Beautiful. was the other try I scored. Unreal, know? mate. Just uh, you know, was, uh, when you said that, I, I think I was probably at that game, and I've got memories of that. I probably remember. I probably saw you do that. And then, funny enough, the very next week and the week after, you scored another try and another try. So you'd scored three tries in your first four games. So you, we had this try-scoring machine on our hands. Well, yeah, it didn't last so long though, did it? <laughs> I, mean,
0: just... <laughs> I think they worked me out pretty quickly. But no, it was for a young guy, I think I was nineteen or twenty then, and, and coming in to the team with you know Ziggy Niscolt was playing there. Nice. Um, yeah, Tugger had just started a year before Mario, so it was a real good mixture of you know, some of the young South juniors that had come through, and then feel the the old ads around like the, the ramplings and that who. You know, we played a bit of first grade at that stage, but mm. that that year we we were struggling. We managed managed to get through the end of the year and, and make a playoff for fifth spot. Uh, it turned out a good year, eighty four, and for for young guy coming through, I thought this, this NRL or first grade is a pretty good gig. <laughs> Cause we yep. uh, we played played Canberra in the playoff on a Tuesday night. Well, actually, to be fair, we played played North Sydney at Redfern Oval on the Sunday and we had to win that match to to come equal fifth with the Raiders and we won that then we played the Tuesday night uh, against the Raiders in a playoff at the, at the cricket ground mm. we won that one oh, and yeah. then we had to play Manly on the Saturday so it was our third, third game it. in six days Was and, there a big
2: all-in uh, stink in that game Ella?
0: Yeah, there was, a, there was a bit of a stink in it, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I was, there's footage was, of his – was, when, when wasn't there, there? There weren't many games in that year that there weren't. <laughs> wasn't no. there? Yeah. Henry came out. I mean, that, that was our move that
2: year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the footage and of his yeah. running off the field then is – I know, is is I was all, about is, to mention that. He's all that happy. It's it's great It's great I vision.
1: I think Rex Moss has mentions that, that you celebrated like you won the grand final. It was uh, a lot of elation there, coming off the field, winning three games in six days, eh?
0: Well, there was, particularly halfway through the season, we, we were struggling to win a game. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what it was. It just clicked and everyone came together. And there was a lot of momentum in, in, in our club at that stage. And we we're, were really young. And uh, I think I think what I spoke about before having, you know, the young juniors starting to come through and the older heads, I think, like, like it still does today, the, the young kids bring the older blokes with them and the older blokes teach the young kids, what happens under pressure, and you know it mm. happened that year, and and it worked out really well
1: in the end. Yeah, I'm a bit younger than you, three blokes, I'm talking to here today now, <laughs> but I but I was out at Parramatta <laughs> Stadium. Um, I think it was about round thirteen, 1989, when you you're playing with that epic side there. A couple of the blokes in this room are in that <laughs> side. Yeah. Um, now you come off the bench and played an unfamiliar role of fullback, and you come up with a try, yeah, try saver on, try saver on uh, Michael Erickson. And Brett Kenny, all in the space of two minutes. What do you remember at the second half? That was a brutal game.
0: It was. It was a... Uh, the main thing about the game that I remember was it was a chance. I think we'd won 12 in a row and we're going for club record. Mm, that's,
1: yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. You the lost 14-0 in then. round one, actually, against the Roosters. I had a yeah, good look yes, at it last night. Right.
0: Mm. Yeah. But it was just... It was one of those things. We were behind at half-time and George, those days, you yeah, had couple of fresh reserves and two replacements. So it was an interchange. So once someone came off and and one of the reserves went on, that was they were done for the day. So I got a shock that I played fullback. I've never played fullback in my life, but um yeah, I, I think it was just the bond that we had as a team that year that we that we just kept turning up for each other
5: and um
0: you know, it was when he made the break I, you know, I thought, well, there's people coming with him but if I'm the fullback, all I can do is try and, try and stop him. If he passes, I'm, I'm gone. But he managed not to pass it. You know, I don't know why. To this day, I don't know why he didn't. yeah He probably
1: wishes he did. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, you didn't miss
3: him. You didn't miss him, that's for he sure. He was an absolute spookster. No.
1: Early in the game, he took an intercept and um ran ran away from Mova. And um <laughs> I think even 2GB couldn't turn around and catch him either. yeah, yeah. And then he yeah. did, and then he yeah. nearly
3: ran me down. I, sc- I scored a meat pie in the... And he, he nearly ran me down But lucky he didn't think Movo scored a nice yeah. try I Thanks thought for you, that Mike
1: I was waiting for you To mention that mate I thought was... <laughs> <No, that laughs> you were was... Leading me into it <laughs> <laughs> I was going
0: to say it, it was a Mate it was a Paramount of Stadium It hadn't been around it, it was packed It was packed Yeah it was It was packed And now yeah, obviously A home parochial crowd And we
1: We just saw the crowd In the second half We're well, like, down 16-6 we, think... In the first half It was, yeah. it was a big, yeah. big, yeah. big yeah. comeback And everything was Going their way Yeah I remember school I think
0: Mick Andrews might have scored a try. He scored two. two, two. He scored eight, two, actually, in yeah, the second yeah. half. Yeah. Oh, you're
3: yeah. all over it, chaps. Oh, well, I watched and, uh, it yesterday. Uh, we all thought... played in it. We don't remember that. <laughs> 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 are the host has got to be
1: all over these things, boys. Yeah. So, but, mate... Yeah, you know, just just the year was
0: fantastic. I mean, it was... Uh, what a forward yeah. one of those things. I, I think we got a bit lucky early, though. We got There was a lot of rain earlier that season. We are mm. playing on wet fields a lot. And to be mm. fair, that, that that suited us. Yep. But still... Still, it was a really strong side. It's though. a strong side. Like we, we,
3: we, had a good year, and some of the guys that came in, like Blockhead, Mark Lyons, and, and 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 well, he started Darren, that game, yeah. Darren Brown and yes. and um and Darren Maroon, but we did have likes like Philip Blake. Ian Roberts well, geez, Blake, Bo- Bundy, Les yeah. Davidson you know we had some of the well, Ian Roberts the was injured in, in, injured in that game he, he, did he did get injured later on but earlier on we had him But and yeah.
1: what surprised me was Dave Boyle and Bundy come off the bench now, I asked Bundy I worked with Bundy last night I did Night shift last night Ella. he's my crane driver <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought I'll mention that I'm, I will bet you
0: do what he tells you oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 there's no, no back chat with, uh, with Bundy <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's my boss but anyway um, I asked him and um, he said yeah he had a bit of Bit of bit of knee troubles a couple of medial ligament damage leading into it and um you said the Ironman Ian Roberts had a few injuries that year who was normally yeah. very durable And but what a pack is that 89 it has got to be the most yeah, special team he yeah. played in know? Eh?
0: well it was there's no doubt about that I mean uh, even at one stage like I think we had about nine forwards that were playing there and, and at, at times George just rotated just rest two and then put two and I think, I think from memory he was doing that a few times during the year but uh, yeah, it was a real formidable team, and you know we we bit bit stiff at the end of the year. A few a few things didn't go right for us. Well, uh, mate, referee Harrington didn't. He wasn't real good. It was against the Tigers there, at, yeah. uh, in the first semi-final. But um, yeah, it was a memorable year. Unfortunately, we didn't get get the way we wanted to in the end. But it was a it was a great year. And I was, we just recently. Well, the boys caught up together and had a, they had a reunion there at South Juniors that, that Henry and Keith organized. And, mm. and George came up doing it. Like It just spoke volumes about that team. I think I think there was about 23 players here from that squad that year that turned up on the day. So wow.
3: That was a great it was day. Was a day. It was a good day. Yeah,
0: it was a great day.
2: Mate, uh, a lot of people know you as Ello, uh, but you've got another yeah. nickname, Rhino. How did that come about, mate?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I just... In in one of my early games I uh, I got an elbow to the nose that opened my nose, broke my nose and opened it up and I kept getting stitches in it. And what happened it left left this big bump on the top of my nose and boily <laughs> christened me rhino, just like the like you know, the rhino horn. So that, <laughs> that sort of stuck with me.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> a, a few forward- other
0: stories that I can't go into there. But- oh, yeah. <laughs> will. We, well-
3: <laughs> mate. so fast forward, you end up being a school teacher. Um, was that at a Catholic yeah. school? Did you have to wear the skirt like the brothers and all that? Or no, nah, no, I never,
0: never a Marist brother, mate. I mean, yeah, no, I, I didn't have to do that. I just I taught PE in geography, mate. So, oh,
3: nice.
2: Uh, where was it? That was it. Uh, was that, that at Marist? Was that
0: Marist? That was a Marist brother's page and obviously in the heart of South Sydney, so it was.
2: And the school
4: you went experience. to,
0: yeah, it was the school I went to. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. So, Dad, three years out when I was studying, and that, mm, so yeah. it was good. The kids, the kids were all South supporters. And to be fair, that they, they were more critical of me about my football than any of my teaching. So, mm. you get, you get, uh, you get, you get a rating out of ten every Monday you came in after the game from the students. Uh, yeah,
3: well, that's a was, good bit.
0: That's good bit of fun.
2: That's what I was just about the sales back when. You know, the players had to work. Yeah. You, weren't, you weren't fully professional. You had to have Correct. a job. So you copped a bit of flack on the Monday.
0: You did. Yeah. You did. But, uh, you know, I don't regret it. I mean, there's two sides. You now the boys are professional. They come in and they work. And, and now, obviously, the side of that is, is, is what, what we're going through and the players are going through just at the moment. Like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the RLPA are discussing with the NRL about pay cuts they're having to take. Because it's not like we were like if if this had been our situation we'd have had our other jobs to go to things mm. like that but mm. in this this is this is the yeah
1: it's
2: sole income yeah.
0: So sole well, income and it's it's it puts a little bit of pressure on the boys which really, is which is tough
1: it's really, really unprecedented there um can you speak about some of the things that you and 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 the people you work with not only that the players have experienced just in these last forty eight hours it's been pretty. Uh, Pretty phenomenal and unprecedented in, in, in rugby league history. I don't, I don't think we've ever stopped the competition ever since 1908.
0: No, no. Well, it, it's unprecedented in all areas of life, you know. But, but oh, it is, yeah. Just for us, just from the club, I had a meeting with the players yesterday. Uh, as I already alluded to, they're just in discussions through the RLPA with the NRL about pay cuts, etc. Because obviously, without playing the games on, on uh, Channel 9 and Fox, the, the funding that we're getting from them has to obviously stop because in fairness to those two organizations as well they're not get they won't be getting any income from from their sponsorships and that to to sustain paying us. so oh. uh, that's what's in discussions at the moment. I know black So just met with our, with our administration staff across the road um, and they' they're being stood down uh, at the moment oh, that's
4: uh, no good. they can obviously
0: take they can take their leave at the moment but Mm. After that, it's unsustainable for the club, and that to keep it going further. Mm. And that's the same with the actual uh, football staff mm. here at Redfern Oval. Uh, you know, they're tough times, but as I say, the government's government's given uh, Australians you know ways to try and help them through this you know mm. this period, which is which has been pretty sound from what I've been looking at. But the certainty of it is that hopefully, you know, those people that that are being stood down from their jobs today and uh, that once the competition starts again that you know most of them will be able to be reemployed. i say most of them i don't know exactly how many because i don't know what the funding model will look like you know we've had our struggles at rabbit in the past uh you know financially and well, and being kicked out of the competition so well we're well versed in how, knowing how to deal with these sorts of things but you know the, the board and uh, blake Sawyer. are you know, working well to work out the best way forward, and obviously, mm. uh, to protect the club in the long run is is, is a big part of what they're doing, mm. as well as trying to help out, you know, all the staff and and players at the same time. No.
2: So you know,
0: we're we're in good hands, I think. You know, we just we just got to trust that that you know, with the restrictions on on, on movement of people etc., the government's now to put
2: in. We hope
0: that that can. Just curb the curb the virus, and and we come out the other end sooner rather than later.
2: Sooner rather than later, yeah. And that's my next question. Hello, uh, a lot of uncertainty, and and you probably can't yeah. maybe give me an answer on this. But what is the latest date that we can return to have a comp for two thousand and twenty?
0: Well, the the latest date from what I've been told is probably probably September, versus September, and that, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And that would be a reduced comp. It would have to go through probably to through December. That's worst case. If mm. we get back earlier, obviously there's, there's different options. But um, yeah, let's hope. You know, in, in the real world, we want to. You know, it'd be great if we get the fans back to be able to watch the games as well.
4: Mm. You know,
0: so that, that that's another factor that has to be taken into account as well. And you know, I I don't know the answers to all that. There's, you know, there's people people the NRL and across the game that are working those things out, but the fans are big losers in it as well because they, they can't watch what they love and, and you know we, we all know what a big part the members of the clubs play and, and the fans play in in helping clubs survive and, and I've got to say uh, at the rabbit houses, but people there's no one coming back saying I want the membership
2: No we're uh, rock remote. solid mate and,
0: yeah. you know we're rock solid mate and it's, it's, it's fantastic uh, you know as a, as a staff member here to, to realise we have that support and, and it's just it's just something we're used to with the Rabbitohs, and that's you know, it's that, it's a great thing about the club, and it always has been, and, and and I'm
2: sure it always will. be. Always will be, yeah. And,
1: and that's probably the the beauty of the business model we've set up in the NRL back in the mid two thousands. Uh, and our business model is based on membership. Had had that not been the case, and we we're relying on a league's club, mm. we would we would be in big trouble, wouldn't we, Ella? Like we we are in a lucky position well, we- as a club.
0: Definitely, yeah. and you know, like throughout sponsorship, our history, the sponsorship we've got, yeah. the
1: backing from the sponsors out there, has been incredible. Yep.
0: Yeah, what 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 we've what the club has done over the last probably you know ten years, or maybe a bit more, whatever, is put ourselves in a position where. We didn't expect something like this to happen, no. mm. but we're probably one of the one of the clubs in the game at the moment. that are in a stronger position to come out the other side. Yeah, yeah, and we, we are. Co- we're confident we can do it, and that's again, yeah. You know, great thanks to the people who've been in charge and, and put all these processes in place at the club. Uh, that that we are in a strong position to be able to get through this.
2: And L.O., is that like Chaps just said? Is that because we don't rely on the Leagues Club?
0: Yes, it Yeah, is. Uh, you know, we'd all love the league, has got to still be there, but it's not anymore. Of course. And we haven't been able to rely on it. We've had to have our own business processes in place. Yeah. And the membership right, and the sponsorship has, have been the two things that drive that. And the other thing is the success we've had on the field. Yes. Because oh, yeah. the success we've had on the field over the, you know, over the last probably six or seven years you know, we all know the rabbit we used to go out in the field and hope you know, we, there's a period there the early two thousand, we just hope we didn't get beat by too much. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but now now we go out and we expect to win every we expect week. expect to win hundred percent. Yeah. And we've been a top four team for many years now, won the grand final in obviously. And that's who we are. And that's what's helped us get into this position now yep. that we're in. That that you know, we we're, we're I'm very confident we'll come through the
1: other end. Yep. Yeah, you brought up a great point that, that we are well-versed for this, being kicked out of the comp. I never thought of that. That's a great point, mate. Um, not, not, no other club can, can say that, actually. So we're probably the only yeah. club that has experience in that. Now, getting back to a little bit of the footy, mate, um, yep. we picked up a fantastic recruit and an unbelievable talent in Latrell Mitchell. Now, yep. uh, in, in all the years you've worked at the club, have you seen any player – 22 year old under that much scrutiny in these first couple of weeks of the competition I think it's been over the top and disgraceful
4: yeah I
0: do, I do too mate it's um, forward trail though as a player it's actually you know it's a, a commend him on how good a player he is that people put him under that, that scrutiny uh, and you know you know, people have agendas that in this game let's be fair oh, yeah. it's not coming mm. from our club but we we, we know and, and Wayne when when he bought Latrell to the club, well, you know we we know what we expect. Mm. We know he hadn't done as much training as other players had for, for reasons beyond what he could control. Because mm. we well, remember he wasn't allowed to go to training at his former club. Mm. Mm. So um, yeah, he's come here, but he is he's a he's a strike player. He's a once in a lifetime player, in my opinion. And I know well, we haven't seen the best of him, and he'd be the first to admit that. But we will. We oh, will. I'm I can't wait.
3: You. Can't and, wait to see that, and, mate. Now, just
0: and you me- blokes
2: know more than what we do, and it was always going to take time, although, wasn't it?
0: Of course, mate. Of course, and um, you know that, that's 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 part of the game. He's, he's come to like even the perfect example. The other night was when when like Matrell made that break, and he's looked for Campbell on the outside, and Campbell's come inside, mm. and he's just passed the ball because that's just. They've never played together before.
4: Yeah, exactly. you, know, you, you guys know perfect what it's example, like when you,
0: yeah, yeah when you, you, yeah, we've all played together. Like Browning, I used to know what you do, Mavo. We know, we'd all know what each other did, and we know how to compliment it. Mm, but that yeah. that was just a perfect example. Like you copped a bit of criticism. That was yeah. just rubbish. That was just yeah. not. That was. Campbell not knowing what he was going to do. That's all it was. Yeah, exactly. They can, they'll
3: build those I, combinations. I, I,
1: he showed a bit of class I there. Think. A couple of little soft touches. Two Campbell ground one. He yeah. bounced the ball. One he scored. And to put Jimmy the Jet away. That combination is going to be something to salivate yeah, for the he, fans. Um, I think it was Latrell exactly, off to Jimmy the Jet. Back on the inside to, yeah. to Cody Walker. Wow. Mm. Can't mm. wait. For, can't yeah. wait to watch yeah. that over the next couple of years, boys. Eh? Yeah. Uh, it'll be
4: good.
0: It'll be good, mate. Yeah.
3: and mate, We're talking get, about them
0: later this year.
3: Talking about the players, yeah, I hope so, mate. Yeah, let's let's hope. So, hopefully, we get to see them later in the year. But can you give us a bit of an insight on what the plans are now, mate, with the like short term and long term, what the players are going to be up to Over the next week or so? Yeah.
0: Oh, next week or so. Well, look, there's obviously guidelines have been put out about training and things like that. we we're, we're I'm in a I'm in a red today. You know, we were in yesterday. Just talk with the high performance staff and with the and we just at a meeting this morning, just talking about uh, what we can do. We've just got to make sure. We're hoping maybe to do something, not this Monday, the following Monday if restrictions aren't, you know, everything's shut down, but maybe working in small numbers in the group and the gym and stuff like that, you know, or wherever we we need to do it. But again, we've got to get clearance to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, the boys have been given specific programs they can do at home. But it's not the same as being able to get in the gym and lift heavy weight and things like that, which they
4: need to do. Yeah.
0: But the the main the main uh, topic yesterday in the meeting that, that that Wayne brought up is you know they've got to they've got to keep their body weight at the same as what when when they finish yesterday and when they come back they've got to be in that sort of condition so no one blows out. Obviously, it's easy to do if, mm, if you're yeah. not doing stuff, but. Uh, you know, just just running and watching their diet and things like that in that time, and yeah. and you know the 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 boys, they're professional footballers. It. They're, it, as I said, it's not they know what they're doing. They're pretty switched on. I've got I've got no drama there, but you know, hopefully, be, you know, yeah. there'll be a, there'll be a window of at least a month before they play that they'll be coming back into full training to to get back into into the, like the a, condition like a mini off season
1: mini season. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: that's yeah. the long-term plan so and that that's the main thing we just keep them ticking over at the moment and then they come back for that that uh, attack into in the round one whenever or round
2: three sorry whenever that may be against the roosters yes straight straight into it straight well, into it will be like round one right all right over there. again <laughs> hey?
1: a couple of years ago but but there's something all forward
0: do to too. Like, yeah. if at that stage the crowds are allowed back in the can you stage. Imagine, the, yeah.
3: imagine the. Yeah, the yeah. You'll get there. Oh, It's going to be unbelievable. Mm. But oh. the, but so the main gonna thing gonna... at the moment is that everyone just looks after themselves and their family and just yeah. observes social distancing, sanitise. Sanitise an individual. Take it it's seriously massive. and let's get through it on yeah. the other side and then we'll be, we'll be we'll back. We'll be back quicker.
1: Yeah. Now, all the pubs and yeah, clubs right. are closed down there. Hello, Um, I was just going to say, it'd be killing you not going up the rex, wouldn't it?
3: Oh no, good mate! Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Pagewood page Rex? Where's that
0: Rex? Where's that one? <laughs> ah
3: <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we won't keep you any longer. Thanks for joining us on Rabbitohs Radio, Mark Ellison. So
0: good to Thanks, talk
2: Thanks, hello. You All the best,
1: babe. By and
2: save the bay, save the bay. No cruise ships in Botany Bay. We gotta save the bay. Yes, yeah, save the bay. Save the bay. No cruise ships here today. We gotta save the bay. Well,
3: there you go. Thanks for that. The Rhino, he's a good mate of ours. Brownie, good bloke. Isn't he? Yeah, we
2: go back a long way, and he uh, gave us a great insight on his career. But more importantly uh, the rabbit hole is what's happening in, in today's uh, you know today's it gives world. us a
1: bit of confidence um, that their business model may stand up to the test uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident it will and, and just the fact that we're in a probably better position than most of the other clubs in the NRL boys barring Brisbane I think Brisbane's uh, mm. they've made um, a hell of a lot of profit over the last few years with their astronomical crowds but um, yeah Thanks for that, Ella. Ella, yeah. It's, legend, good that,
3: eh? it's good that we've got a man on the inside. I'll tell
1: you what, he's good. on the inside. He knows the ins and outs. Yeah. He talked so, about having meetings with Wayne Bennett yesterday and whatnot. Yeah.
3: And, yeah. So we can bring it to you here on the podcast. Now we're going to move on to our next segment, which is, it was going to be Behind Enemy Lines, brought to you by Rise Foundation Australia. But we're just going to speak to Rod Kerbox Kerr, because he's a mad rooster, but he's also a world-famous TV star and he's got some interesting stuff for us, so... Have a listen to this.
2: My name is Rod Kerr and my nickname is
1: Kerrbox. I'm living on the beach of Bronte in my spare time. It's really hard to stay away from the surf and the ocean, and nine times out of ten I'm either down here driving the boys mad out in the water or up the coast. My favourite aspects of working down here at Bondi be... You know, the mateship down here at work, You know, we've got a lot of things in common. Uh, we all hang out outside of work hours. You know, it's become pretty much my whole life now, lifeguarding, and, you know, the camaraderie we've, we've you know, gained over the years is, you know, irreplaceable. Welcome to Rabbitohs Radio. Kerr Box, how are you, buddy? Good, boys, how are they, chaps, Brownie and
5: Movo, what's going
3: on? Yeah, the box. Hello, mate. Hello, box. No, mate, no, interesting what's times out boys? there, buddy.
5: I'm watching, I'm watching. Yeah, mate, yeah. Well, I'm locked in at the moment myself, so... I'm doing the right thing.
1: No, no, yeah, it's, it's, right. we're locked in here at Rabbitohs Radio Studios, mate, down at Albert Street Botany. But um, anyway, mate, where are you from, and what was it like growing up there?
5: Mate, I'm actually Bronte, born and bred. Um, I've been fortunate, or, or fortunate enough to live right on the beach here. Um, my mum's, she's, what, 80 now, and she lived here as a girl, It's like a family home. I think it was renovated maybe three times. And, um mate, I'm sport of, you know, I look right on top of the water here. Um, you guys probably know where I live anyway.
2: But yeah, good spot yeah, there, mate. Yeah,
5: it's not tricky. a bad spot.
2: Oh,
5: yeah, I love it, mate. And pretty much, um, yeah, that's all I do is growing up here surfing and watching new boats play footy.
3: Well, speaking of footy, mate, apparently you weren't a bad junior footy player yourself. Can you tell us a bit about that?
5: <laughs> mate, I'm too small. I used to get flogged. I used to stand next to Rogan you and the boys and, and checking checking that bit. Mate, I loved it but um, I always wanted to be a football player I never wanted to be a surfer actually and, Mate, it just wasn't big enough and, and um, yeah, I played at school at Marsland College right through the A grade and stuff and I actually wore a South Jumper in the state knockout we won back in the day and I was going through some photos the other day and I found it and I better put the one back in the bag
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Box uh, you would have won a few competitions there with big uh, Rogan up front mate and checker
5: yeah, mate, we won the actual state knockout. Rogan probably was, if not, our best player. He was unbelievable. He ended up playing for the Roosters. And Czech, obviously, you know, I thought he had a better career in rugby league than Union. Look at him, he just coached Australia. So, mate, we had a lot of talent. Tommy Quintel was probably our gun. He was our center. He actually played at the Rabbits. Um, but, yeah, I think... uh his culture and, and his family and that kind of got the better of him. I think I've kept in touch with him, actually. He lives out, out west with about 10 kids.
2: Billy Rule <laughs> um, he would have been in your side Billy as well? Roo,
5: mate. Billy Rue was fantastic. But he used to end up getting knocked out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we had a real... And Steve Deacon actually was in the team, and he played first grade for the Roosters too. So player manager Deacon. now, player manager? Yeah,
2: Steve Deacon, there Player
5: manager? Yeah, no, he was good too. He was so far. I spoke to one of and, your um, old
1: schoolmates, actually. Who's um, that? Um, he told me you were likened to a young Johnny Gibbs back in the day, mate, your running style. Back there in <laughs> 1984, Combank Cup. You, do you know who I spoke to? <laughs> who, Shooter? No, nah, I spoke to Pineapple. <laughs> oh, Pineapple he Cup. He'll pay for that one. He you said you're oh, a, mate, you I, said you're a I, gun, I need,
5: mate. I never used to get in a clear chat. <laughs> so when I, when I did, mate, I used to try to pin my ears back, but it wasn't that fast. I got out uh-huh. about 40.
2: <laughs> mate, uh, Box. Um, yeah. Obviously, the the surfing career took over the footy career. You probably had one of the best amateur surfing careers ever, and you turned pro in '87. Tell us that story, mate.
4: Well,
5: mate, you know what happened. I, I just, I kind of, I, I say I was kind of lucky, but um, I mean, living here, Brownie. Really, like, I'm, I'm right here on the beach, as yes, you know. At least just go surfing for the fun of it, and then you know, I kind of started to go. All right, you know, when I. was... But we were allowed to surf contests back then when we were young, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I ended up winning all three divisions and all three, you know, area, state and Australians, which I, like, I didn't take much thought of it at the time, but I don't think it's ever been beaten again. So, So I'm kind of proud of that. But then I turned pro after I um, went to the World Amateur title, which in England, and then made the rest of this history. It was like, the only thing was, it was such a big jump up you know, it's probably like you guys when you when you start playing first grade. It's like it's a whole different ball game. Like or, or you learn from when you're young, but then when you start surfing these and you idolise. Uh, wow, you kind of get sat back on your ass a bit unless you're Kelly Slater, you know. But, yeah,
4: yeah.
5: But, uh, it's it's a good learning period. It takes you a couple of years, and plus, you know what? You're away from home so long. You know, you got to fend for yourself. And I remember I was a sixteen, seventeen-year-old kid travel around the world on my own you know and I was terrified mm, yeah you know
2: and you the can't s- hire
5: a car you, we had traveller checks in those days and no mobile phone
2: did, you, did, the older sur- did the older surfers look after you in that way Box
5: mate I say a really good story I was stuck in um, in uh, uh, Bordeaux in France and I got there on the Friday night and um obviously it's it, it only a small airport and um okay. we we're going to the Ritz and um I couldn't hire a car and i was mm. stuck and obviously you can't speak your language and I was going like, what do I do like these days you've got a phone you can translate it
4: yeah how are you going to
5: I sleep oh yeah <laughs> you tell me that one but I, end, I ended up having to sleep in the airport shit myself put all my boards which had five boards and all my bags in the corner and just like, like lay down in terror well I didn't sleep I just lay there terrified because mm. I had to wait for the weekend till someone come through that I knew mm. And then luckily, Martin Potter just came through, and I didn't know him, but I lost Pots, you know, he's still one of my best friends to this day. He walked through and he said, what are you doing? And I said, oh, mate, I don't know, I can't. And he said, don't settle down, you're all right. He said, come on, come with me. And I said, well, really? He said, come on, come with me, I'll look after
2: you." Oh, good. He said,
5: I'll never forget him, mate. Yeah, he he's... just said, come on, come with me, and I went with him. And I was just like, oh, my God, that was like the most, Best feeling in the world that just blade that you are idolized, all of a sudden you just you know, come come and I'll help you out. Yeah, he's one of you the, know, of that's that's it. yeah, he's one of the best. Ever, one of the greats,
3: yep. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, pos- mate, yeah. talking about the uh, your days on the tour, uh, you're quite legendary for your, your a few parties back in the day, mate. You got any stories oh, for mate, us there? I
5: had, I had a bit of fun. I'll <laughs> tell you one that everyone probably knows. It's not a, it's not a, not a good one, but I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> It's actually our method, but um, mate, we're in Spain and um, they have like it's very patchy. And they have like the Basque country and then Spanish, and they don't like each other. Yep. So we have this contest in Zarauz, which is just um, just before San Sebastian, and they have a thing where the whole town shuts down and they all dress up in the gear. So every year that we go, they dress us up in the in the gear, the traditional gear, as a you know as a support for their you know their beliefs and. The whole kind of town just and so we thought we didn't have the contest the next day, because the surf was shitty, you know? So we've gone and we're partying all night, and I was in the first heat.
4: Yeah. yeah. And I didn't even
5: know, so, so I'm thinking it's not on, right? So yeah. I'm there with, with Bart and Lynch, and we're, we're with a couple of birds, and we're body surfing in the shuttle break, and I had jeans and shoes on, and we were, <laughs> you know, we were having the best time. Not a wink? and right. <laughs> i heard this, uh, in the first heat, tension, attention. We starting the event. and just gone. Fuck! <laughs> no. and I went. What do I do? And he just start laughing. And I was about 200 metres up the beach, so I didn't know whether to just not go or go. And I went, okay, I'm going. So I ran down. I got down there, and I was going, what am I gonna do? Because we used to leave our boards in the tent overnight, so I had my board there, and I went, mate, this is not going to be good. So I had no short turning, so I had to go surf. And I've got Richie Collins right and He's a he's a diehard Christian which is nothing wrong with that but, yeah. and he's like ranked 5 in the world at the time and I'm just going oh, mate this is going to be good yeah. so like, as you can imagine over there the crowds are just massive on the beach. Like, there would have been 20,000 people so I've come through and everyone's looking at me and I'm going I can't do this because seriously I'm still pissed <laughs> you know, I've, I've, gone, I've gone I can't go near him there was yeah. two banks, and there was a rip between the two banks. So he's gone over to the right, and I went, I'm going over to the left. I don't care if I drown them. So anyway, I was getting waves, and all of a sudden, I was starting to get them, and they were connecting, and I was getting them all the way through. So I, back then, you didn't know the scores, right? so I didn't know what he was doing.
4: Yeah.
5: And every time I'd pull up on, on the shore, I was right in between all these people's legs, I'd just go,
4: I'd have a
5: spin. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was losing it, um, and everyone was laughing at me um, you all right? And I'm going, no. And they're going, get back out there. So I go again. And, you know, I've come in, I've come in dead set and I've just seen Richie just smash his boards around the back of the tent and I've gone, oh no, and they've gone, you've won. And I went, what?
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I
5: nice. ended up beating you anyway. He just mate. So that night we've gone home And, and everyone's gone, how the hell did you do that? And I said, I don't even remember. So I think that's how good I (laughs) was. turned up on doorstep and I was staying with Sonny Garcia and Chimur and, uh, um, John Schmoker And we're in the, in there and the next minute, knock at the door and there's Richie and he's standing there with a bottle of scotch. And he goes, (laughs) right. He He doesn't drink, right? It's about Christian. Never drunk in his life. And he said, right. You're not going to sit here and we're going to drink this. He said, you've just humiliated me in front of thousands of people. (laughs)
4: <laughs> you're
5: fine drunk in front of you know and he said I've never been put on my like that in my life he said how did you do it and I said I don't know he said well now you're going to shame he said right kick. I said I've got Derry home in the quarterfinals tomorrow he goes I don't
4: care <laughs> <laughs> so anyway
5: we had a couple and he was, he was drunk after one anyway I ended up passing out I went down the next morning and obviously lost I didn't have the best luck two days in a row but mate it was funny and then after that me and Richie had a good friendship he was just like mate you know, because I did, I went to it, sorry, and said sorry to him. I said, mate, I didn't mean to. Yeah. And he goes, look, I'm sorry, I blew up. And yeah, but he was actually a pretty good guy.
1: Yeah, he could he could yeah, see Richie Collins, point. couldn't he? Huh? I remember he's, oh, he used he to have the these guy radical guy. mohawks and that all the time. He used to
5: wear those gloves, remember those did hand gloves, making paddle fight. But he had it all. He used to shake okay. to rain
1: it. Okay. Now you mentioned um, Schmoo, the great um, WSL commentator to this day, and Brad Gerlach, who actually went in a QS at Maruba. Um, earlier this year I don't know how old he'd be But yeah, um, There were a couple of your Sparring partners on the party scene Mate You got any stories with them two boys And I think Sonny used to tag along Here and there In some of those Sarge movies Back in the day
5: Well A good one was me and Chamuse, um The Ripper We were um, We were uh, Surfing Over in France again And One minute We've um, We've made the final together It was a four man final and Jeff Booth and maybe Chris Bravo couple American guys and you um when and I decided to go to the casino with at Bowen to Club fifteen there at rock Food in yeah. Osigore and uh I've gone, Oh, we'll go and have a couple. A couple turned into about ten.
4: <laughs> we've up <laughs> coming
5: out he's he's trying to have a crack at some bird and I just was like, give me the car, like, let's go, we've got a to surf tomorrow. He's like, Shut up. And he's thrown the car keys at me, right, and they've gone in the bush and lost them. So we've ended up sleeping in the middle of the roundabout, right? So we'll just have close our eyes for a little bit. We'll get up in the morning and find them. Anyway, we're laying there asleep, and I've woken up in, on the roundabout, and I it's a big roundabout. And I've looked, and he's laying there, and he's still asleep. I said, mate, get up. And he goes, what? I go, what time's did you go? I, said, I don't know. So then we saw these cars come past with boards on it. They've gone, what the hell is that? And they've gone... Oh no! Next minute, <laughs> you, you, you missed the final. Both of us missed
3: the final. You didn't turn up. Oh, and no. up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice. And uh, then we
5: end up finding the keys, and he goes, "Oh no, sorry." <laughs> One everything gonna blow up. Next minute, we got called in. They gave us a thousand dollar fine. They oh, said, "Oh yeah, yeah would... you're money, but you can have a fine instead."
2: <laughs> I was going to say that, but that would have been big back in the day, mate. The thousand bucks fine,
5: mate. What, Probably
2: 100 grand, these eight grand. Yeah. <laughs> mate, uh, Pipeline, all three of us here at Rabbitohs Radio have been the Pipeline. Our host, Chaps, reckons he surfed it. He reckons it was a big four or five <laughs> I foot.
5: Chaps yeah.
2: goes, mate. I've seen it Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we've seen uh, some footage of yourself surfing Pipeline. What was that like?
5: Well, mate, the footage itself doesn't do it justice. Well, I've got a photo on the wall here at home and it's, everyone thinks I made it, but I got clogged. I remember I actually... I was sitting there with pots again. It was one year, um, I think they ended up having to call it off. It was coming through third reef. So chaps will understand what yeah. I'm talking about, but usually the first inside reef is where everyone stands up pretty, pretty steep. And then you, you get them coming through the, out the back, it rolls in a little bit, maybe a little bit more easier. Mm. And, um, anyway, I had this guy and he, Greg Anderson, and he kept paddling inside me and then pulling back. And I was just going, mate, seriously, what are you doing? I had the T. David, Poto David, um, uh, Tahitian legend, he's in a Chaipu, tra- oh, yeah. tra- and, and, and a, a, a Japanese guy, and I'm going, I should get through this easily. And, and then, which I ended up doing, but the thing was, he kept pulling back, he paddled and then pulled back, I'm going, listen here, and I didn't want to go too hard, he was just real soft bloke, you know, not narrow but he was another Christian guy too, but, and he was, um, he kept I said mate shut up I said mate you're trying to hold me off the waves in the end I just went yeah well, I'm going so I turned and spun around underneath him and he's gone I thought I was, I'm going to get a 10 here which I would have got yeah I kid you not I, I thought I'd come, made it and I just clipped the right hand side instead of the, like the left on my goofy foot so obviously you're going left and I've hit the right hand side rail, and I've just gone head first speed and your head straight down I've gone on oh, no, I'm going to wait for the clump on the reef it's going to show up and oh, mate, I got the flogging of my life. Like I, just, I lost my board shorts. I lost my, my vest come off. Yeah. Luckily my board so I just stayed on my, uh, on my leg wraps, so I still tangled around like half my board. My caddy's come running out with my board for me paddling out. He's gone here. I go, no. <laughs> you guys, what do you mean? I'm, like, I'm not going
4: back here. <laughs> <No, it
3: sounds, laughs>
5: go, Stop the so fight. Slow.
3: Sounded scary, you know, mate.
5: And, and we're having this tug of war and everyone's on the beach. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> Here, yeah, I'm going, no. <laughs> but back then, he didn't have jet stuff, you know, so there was no water safety. The boys were on the beach, you know, if, if anything. And um they would have swum out, but mate, I, I, I was, now when you open your eyes and the I was, chaps were probably on the stand, yeah. I was seeing stars like, I don't know yeah. if I couldn't get off the end or something, I was just going, oh, mate, it's heavy. Am I going to drown?
2: Yeah. Um, and and you, you wouldn't have done the trainer that they do these days, uh, Box, all this underwater training and <coughs> running underwater with weights and. Nah. You're just sinking mate, schooners. You know, like,
5: mate, touching me toes was my trainer. That was. <laughs> 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 the mate, the uh, was my to a can of Coke in a Mars bar,
3: mate. That yeah, was, <laughs> mate, that's, <laughs> a great, that's great. Mate, will fast forward yeah. to Bondi Rescue. You ended up on yep. the top rating show. Can you tell us how yeah. that came about, mate?
4: Well,
5: a good friend of ours, or mine, and inns um, actually, and, um, Benny, Benny Davies, he he just came up with the idea. He said, "Look, I've got this idea of doing a pilot." He said, "Just all the stuff that happens at the beach," and I said, "All right." Said, Would you like mind if we filmed it just give one day? And I said, "Yeah, right." And he goes, um, "Look, I'll, I'll show it to a couple of networks and see if um, I get a bite. Yeah. So anyway, they turned up with a crew and um, got approval and everything. He turned up, you wouldn't believe. it, of all day, this great white just happened to appear. Off oh, the
4: south, um, out
5: of the South Point there, and I um, sent wow. Harrys and Ben quickly went out on the jet skis and they're circling it, right? And this thing was massive. Anyway, captured headline news around the world.
4: So Chevrolet <laughs> yeah, right.
5: turned. Mate, forget about the documentary one-off. Mate, we want to do a series on this. Yeah. <laughs> so four shows turned into six that season, and then it went from six to eight to ten. But next minute we got sixteen, and then obviously now they just finished fifteen years later. So it's unbelievable. Been going for a long time.
2: Yeah. Mate, what a great show, and it's not only here; it's worldwide. Um,
5: oh, mate! It goes. it was going 180 countries at one stage. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, which people don't realise, but like around here, people are kind of sick of it and over it. But um, overseas, it is—they're glued to it. You know, like mm. I mean, it is entertaining. But, like it's kind of boring for us. Like we—we we used to have so much fun back in the early days. We were allowed to do stuff off the beach and play jokes and pranks on each other. And, and yeah. that mate, so, like, everyone knows what you do. You know, I mean, yeah. everyone knows. I like that. Well, you, you're in the water, you rescue.
2: Go, go into so many countries, mate. You think some of them tourists had would learned, wouldn't you?
5: Well, mate, it's like anything, Brandy, like that. people don't get it. Yeah, It's like you tell them a hundred times. You know, there's times there where you tell the same people over and over and over and then they just don't get it. Then all of a sudden, you turn your back and then you're rescuing them, right? Yeah. So they're the ones you take extra little bit of time to get to. They're a little bit slower. Just yeah, so They yeah. can learn that, yeah. you know. But the thing is, it if you if you do get frustrated, put yeah. it that way. Yeah. But yeah. A lot of those rescues you do, you know, and Chapo, you know that one, mate. You know, like you burn at the beach all your life, and chaps, you would have seen it, and people, they don't care. they yeah. do. I don't know if it's embarrassment or what, but, yeah. you know, that many people you rescue, you know, not many people say thank you, and they just, some of them just laugh
1: at you. It's embarrassment, I think. Mate, just, time, do a, yeah. just do an
2: amazing job, and for everyone out there, swim between the flags.
1: Yeah, for yeah, sure, please. mate. Now now down in at Bondi Rescue, um I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of pretty rooster centric down there. So we are on behind enemy lines, a little segment we got here on Rabido's Radio, mate. Is there a bit of banter down there at um Bondi Rescue between South Support Jesse Pollock, man South Mad, Supporter? S-
3: Mad Rabido. I
1: think Gladstone a okay, well, bit of a Rabideau's man too, I think.
3: Dougie Adams, yeah, I man Doug. Um, he's a rooster. Do. Oh. <laughs> nah, Dougie. oh,
1: Doug, Dougie's a rooster. Doug. No, nah, he's a rooster.
5: Dougie. We played at the roosters. Yeah. Play for the Roosters. Yep. Um, but Jesse and, and Max Ashford, they, oh, like yeah. I go I actually go to the game with them. It's so funny because when we were playing you guys in, in one of the, um, Sammy's, I think it was his, I, I went over because Tully's Jesse's fiance and she's a rooster. So I end up getting a rooster, <laughs> like little jumpsuit made up for Chase's boy. Yeah, yeah. And I was taking it over there and he's gone. No way in hell. <laughs> <You>
1: wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't have went down well on the Pollock House with um, Porky. Yeah. Porky wouldn't like that one.
2: <laughs> no,
5: mate, they, they, he, he, wouldn't let, he wouldn't let. her put it on him. <laughs> <laughs> not not even to get a
2: done. photo.
5: No, nah, nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. But the thing is, with that, mate, like it's it's good friendly banter. Like we have, we have so much fun. Like, um, obviously, we do a lot of stuff with the Roosters. Um, you know, I've done a lot of. Training, like taking the surfing stuff. Um, I've taken Luttrell that you guys stole of us recently, so <laughs> <taken the> <laughs> thank <up> you.
2: <laughs> how, does, how, how does Luttrell surf, mate?
5: I, he went really good. He said to me, You know what? He said, I don't know if I can do this, blah 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 blah. And I went, Mate, you'll be right. And I, I'll give him a bit of it, like, you know, have a a couple of tips here and there. Next me the wave comes, he just jumps up and goes straight across the wave, across the beach. He, and I go, you can't be serious, and he goes, "What?" And I go, "You told me you couldn't do it." And he goes, "I don't know. I've just been watching people." And he said, "Yeah," and I said, "Mate, you're a freak." <laughs> I just went, "Mate, that'll do." And he said, "Oh, I love it." So we've we've been trying to get back together again for ages to go surfing, but obviously with footy commitments, it's kind of hard. But made a lot of the boys over there. Craig Wing and I surfed a lot when he was um, obviously came from over. your way as well. Yeah. And um but mate, it's good therapy
2: for
5: him, I think. A lot Fit-
2: of the boys look areas to tend to surf. Fitzy and who's on the coaching staff, he, he loves the surf. Pain
5: surfer. And he says good surf. Good too. surfer fitzy too, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah, Mate, That's we'll move forward we'll move forward. The mental health side of things, mate, you I think you were an ambassador for living, mental health and Yeah. So Yeah, I've done a bit of
5: living and mate, I have actually to tell you the truth, mate, because of my situation in the hospital and and a couple other things that happened, mate. I've actually been seeing some of myself. I'm not, I'm not scared to admit it. Um, I've been seeing Ollie Brett for about two and a half years now.
4: Mm.
5: And um, just to keep me in check, and, and you know, and it was hard to stick your hand up and go, you know what, hey, I need some help. My sister Kathy said, look, he's here if you need him. And I said, you know what, I, I think I need him. I'm going to talk to him. And, mate, I've seen him once a week, um, once every two weeks. There's nothing, you know, in stone. Mm. But it's just sometimes when just to clear my head out, because I mm. get bad anxiety and uh, if you go I didn't even know what anxiety was. I mm. thought drinking a can of beer would save mm. the anxiety, which it does, but it must it right? it doesn't fix it, it just mm. hides it.
2: That's right. Yeah.
5: And and, you know, through my job being so stressed and, and stuff like that, you know, you can't have another few beers and yeah, it does take it away and you do get to sleep, but the thing is wake up and it's not gone. It hasn't gone mm. So I hadn't addressed the problem. So for me now, I haven't drunk for a year now and then all I do now is just yeah I'm not saying I'm not going to but the thing is I know there's a drama there now so then all I do is just give me things in place you know like how to deal with it like what to do go do this go do that and mate for those people that are listening it's not weak mate you just go look I'm no not life. that good you know what I mean mm-hmm. and especially now with this crisis we're going through boys and you guys can give me your ideas on it like People are going to be locked inside and they're going to go nuts. Mm. Yep. See, it's going to happen. I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a shutdown of everything. It's only a matter of time. And I don't think people understand. And all these people who are really fitness people, they're doing it for a reason. And then if they get cooped up in a house, what's going to happen? They're going to get mental. Yeah. Mm. It's,
1: it's, it's, there's a lot of anxiety in society. We spoke about it on the show last week, and and, and, yeah. and, the, and the world was a different place a week ago, Box, from what it is today. Mm. E- exactly. even, going, even going from Sunday, even last Friday, when all the people were at Bondi no Beach, yeah. you won't see that again yeah. for a while now. And yeah. um, like nah. I mean, you saying you're cooped up at the moment. You're you're in lockdown due to your, your health yeah. conditions, um, Box. Um, yes. Yeah. So when yeah. you when you were feeling a bit um, stressed and, and anxious and whatnot, what like that what what's your um, what are you doing? To relieve that at the moment and any um, yeah, med- do, meditation you know or anything like that, or
5: I was just about to say that, mate. That's what it's saying, chat, That's exactly what I do. Um, I used to think I might do a meditation, but you're a kid, are nah, you? Know, like, there's no one on that. And then, and then I wasn't forced upon me, but you get options, right? And I go, Well, just why don't you try? So I went, All right. So I just stuck the headphones on. Within about 20 I put one on for half an hour. Within 20 minutes, I'm snoring, I'm out cold. And the thing is, so the anxiety, you know, you get different breathing techniques.
1: You, there's things, that, there's ways to get just a way up. to slow everything down in, in the mind, just isn't it?
5: Slow it down, you know. And it's it's hard for me because I, like like I'm always out and about. You guys know me quite well, right? And I'm always yeah. out and having the time. But then all of a sudden, what you see on the outside is not always what's happening down underneath. Because all of a sudden, when you stop, you go, oh. And there's days I've got up and I have gone, I've got to go do this today, and I go, I can't do it. You know, there was a couple of weeks ago, I had to go do something with Hoppo and, and our, our crew, and I just went, I can't do it. I think it's Maxie or something. And yeah, and Maxie goes, May I understand? I said, Look, I just couldn't do it. And he goes, Mate, we're totally cool with it. Like, my friends are understanding, and, and if anyone is, who has got it, like, I didn't even know what it was, as I said. But now I know I've got it. And when I start to feel like that, I just shut everything off.
4: Yeah. And mm-hmm. people
5: just leave me alone the thing is I'm happy now because I know what to do but the meditation obviously
3: is unreal yeah like, uh, yeah and we you know, we, work, we work closely to... with with uh, with Ben Higgs from the rise Foundation they're a sponsor of ours and so that's somewhere yeah. that people can talk to and um, we've also say just want to say to people that if anyone's struggling talk to talk to someone like you said or but there's also life yeah. there's also a lifeline and we yeah. also Brownie you're the contact officer at our work for people that it needs support so yeah, what that, can you tell us about it, mate? Well,
2: that's right, mate. Um, and these are testing times, uh, like Box just said. You know what I mean. So, if if you are struggling, um, there are a number of um, organisations you can contact, such as Lifeline, one uh, three, you know triple one four. Or if you don't want to talk to them, by all means, you know, um, just catch up with me on, on social media. Uh, get in contact with one of us on social media, and we're, yep. we're more than happy to have a chat with you and. Um, steer you through, you know, some some difficult times, and and you know we're going through it ourselves. So, yep. and like Box just said, um, you know, you mightn't think you're struggling, but sometimes you are.
3: Yep, and that also lifeline. dot org. If you don't want to call, you can go on there and chat on your phone or chat on your computer. So. There are some options there now, mate. We've kept you long enough. We've just find that we've we've had the battle through. We've had the tree loppers outside with the with the chipper. Now, 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 now Speak, it's
1: speaking of anxiety and stress. Yeah. Now, Mayve our sound tech. He's been yeah, pretty stressed in the corner. Now,
3: now it's raining raining on the tin roof of the studio. So anyone who's listening, who, who heard a few um, things, that's what happened. But and Brownie, was, got, yeah.
2: Before we go, mate, uh, box. So what are you up yeah. to these these days, mate? Do you still work on the beach?
5: Mate, I had to leave. Unfortunately, it wasn't because of the anxiety stuff or whatever. It was my mum had a bad fall and she broke her leg and actually a patella. And you know she hobbles around, gets around. She gets around. She's a trooper. She won't stop. Like she's fearless. But I just, I just, either they are getting someone here, and we've got fifty odd stairs at my house, and getting up and down, and getting to, I just take it as junction of the day. Like I had to leave. I had to leave. I went to me. I'm um, not financially strapped at the moment. Um well, I'll see what happens with this shit going on. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, oh, mad, isn't it? But everything's been good, you know, and I'm, I'm, um, I've got a really supportive family. So, um mate, I'm, I've got a lot of things in the, in the pipeline, as, as you guys probably know, and, um very promising, but, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty comfortable, put it that way. But, mate, I get up and train with Whippett and Kanga up at, uhm, Elab there every, or pretty much three days a week which yep. is
2: cheap I'm, I'm a member of I'm a member of myself box I trained I, I trained, down, I yeah, I trained down the Maroubra venue Oh do yeah it's,
5: mate yeah. it's unreal isn't it? I, I, it's changed life I, yeah, like, like, I, I've yeah. never been to gyms like, like maybe you've probably done with your feeling chaps as well I, I don't know but um, mate I actually enjoy it I, I can't yeah. wait to. I get this stuff ready the night before I've made some, a lot of good friends up there it's a real friendly environment and it's not weights and stuff. Wow, no, good training. Have, have they mix it up, up there, don't they? Yeah, yeah, and it's it, it, it's hard. Yeah. And yeah. I started trying to do a little bit of Pilates, mate. I tell you what, that, that's <laughs> next <laughs> level.
3: Yeah. Well, mate, you, you've done. You're legendary for joining us today. Now, all we can do is hope we get back on the field and we have that monster matchup and play you guys and um, we give you a touch-up.
5: All right, up. mate. I can't wait, mate. I can't <laughs> touch up. You're a kid, mate. We're going
3: to wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Thanks for joining us. Rod Kerbox Kerr on Rabbitohs Radio boy. Podcast. Thanks, thanks Box. A legend. Thanks, you, box. Thanks, you legend. Good on you, Box. See you, buddy. Mate. Thanks, we'll let you go. Great. See you, mate. Export freight systems. Email ian at au and mention Rabbitohs Radio. He'll take care of you. NG Farrah have forged an enviable reputation for consistently delivering outstanding results. Reach out, speak up, educate, don't give up, burn brightly, be exceptional, rise.
2: We gotta save the bay. Yes, save the bay. Save the bay. No cruise ships here today. We gotta Save. save. The Bay yes, save The Bay Save The Bay No cruise ships in Botany Bay We gotta save The Bay 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 Save Well, Kerbox, what a life he's had Yep He's had some Oh, they travel. A lot, they
1: travel a lot. Those um, professional surfers, mate, don't they? Yeah. You know, they and, and, from, and from a
2: young age, sixteen, yeah. on, 16 on the 16. road, yeah. so at at The airport. airport. Oh, wow. On his yeah, own.
3: yeah. And yeah. And like a legend, a surfing legend, Martin Potter comes up and helps you out. You know, like so we can imagine what it would have been like for a young kid. And yeah, oh, they but they reckon he's th- the partying stories. We probably didn't get all the get them all there, but they apparently they were legendary. Uh, yeah. And
1: he's just an all-round great bloke. Box. Yep. You, yep. you won't hear a bad word said about him that's from right. anyone, mate. Yep. That's and right. And
2: we've no. seen him a couple of weeks ago. He has indicated that, you know, he's he's had some problems over the last yep. 12 months. I mean, he was honest yeah, about yeah. it, wasn't he? Yeah. And now he's looking unbelievable. Yep.
3: He's in he a is. good, really good space. He's looking awesome. well. And, and like you said, chaps, he's such a good bloke. And that's one of the reasons that Bondi Rescue has been such a success. Some great characters on some there. Some great yeah. characters on o- there. My mate
1: Anthony Carroll, Harry's, he was in my yeah, Whip it. Yeah, Whippet. Whippet. Yep. Whippet.
3: Yeah, yeah, a great no,
1: waterman. Aaron Graham back in the day. He was a great waterman. His brother Kobe, young bro. Maxie
3: and, and Jess, they're, they're yeah. good oh, young kids. They're they, boys, Rubber yeah. Rubber boys yeah. Yeah. yeah, down the bra So um, the bra boys down there. Yeah. So yeah, two out of three, five. <laughs> yeah, and that's a on bit of a voice. And we didn't really touch too much on the Rabbitohs Roosters rivalry, but we could have spoke to Box for another hour about that because he loves it. He wanted to come on and fire up and and do all the banter, but because the NRL's off, we just thought we'd talk to him about his surfing and find out about surfing at Pipe and. Yeah, well, that that, that's no how
2: man. that's how I got to no box when we were playing footy. He was a mad, you know, rooster supporter. He used to come to the games and we used to see him around the traps. and Yeah. Yeah, just, just an all-round
3: top bloke. Yeah, so thanks for coming on, mate. We really appreciate it because he's got fans all over the world. People are tuning in. He's going to share it to his 80,000 followers and let them know he's been on the show. And hopefully we get a few new listeners out of that. So if you're new to the show, welcome. We are Rabbitohs Radio, a rugby league podcast every week. Now we have... The Rabbit of the Week, brought to you by our good mates at Burke Street Bakery. Now, they've had a bit of dramas. The green caffeine scheme we talked about last week has been cancelled because of the health scare, because of the coronavirus. But they're still open for business. You can still go and get takeaway coffees in the old takeaway cups. And the other thing they've started is you can buy frozen and fresh food from there. So you can go and buy all the frozen stuff, take it away, fill up your freezer. The only thing is now there's no outdoor seating. You can't sit there make sure you keep your social distancing, hand sanitise, all of that. But what I'd like to say is please go and visit this store, buy some food and support a local business that employs 200 Aussies.
1: What did I have for breakfast this morning, boys? Yeah, well, you turned Chats up
3: with, with a coffee and, and a, a, a dog's eye. I'll, a be,
1: I'll be honest, I went to bed at six a.m. from night shift, had um, three hours sleep, woke up at nine, went straight to Burke Street Bakery.
2: Not a bad
3: brekkie. Got oh, yourself. A... T-
1: the only one thing I was busting out of the toilet, boys, and guess what? You can't get to the toilet in any public places at the moment. So. Oh, mm-hmm. really?
3: They shut it down. <laughs> but you, I-, it. I noticed you walked in with the Burke Street Bakery takeaway um, coffee, and you got the limited edition Burke Street Bakery. Uh, pie. Young potato in Young Henry's pie. Beer yeah. pie. You got that out eventually. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, that. You, you were thinking what? of eating one. Uh, you? I was, my mouth was <laughs> salivating looking at it. He's, yeah. re-
1: he's dribbling here, listeners. You probably can't. <laughs> sorry. Here, yeah. But, but sorry, no, uh, what, what Moby
2: was trying to say get down there, support your local businesses, Burke Street Bakery.
1: And not just Bourke Street Bakery, your local businesses that's that you it. normally go to. Um, yeah, that's right. They are going to struggle out there in, in the real world. And um, let's hope this doesn't go on for too much longer, boys. Exactly. Now,
3: hang on. We haven't said who are the Rabbit of the Week is and it's Craig Bassett for following us on Instagram and Facebook and sharing our posts on your he he's sends always, me a lot of, he sends a lot um, of stuff. on Instagram he's, yeah. he's, he's quite prolific and he's, he supports the show and just one example of a post he shared is one of my favourite images that you took chaps of a Rabbitohs radio sticker at Metricon Stadium and Wayne Bennett's walking up past it oh, the so boss. we've got Red Furnable Red Metricon Stadium the O's radio sticker and the great Wayne Bennett. And Craig shared that for us on his social. So that's what we want people to do. Where's Craig well, from? Well, you know where I got the... I don't know. We'll have to, we might have to get him on at some stage. Yeah, Bass, yeah.
1: we'll find that out. But um, yeah. i got my eye for photography. My brother is a paparazzi. I don't he know if is. anyone knows. He paparazzi. He he's, he's taken he photos, around, photos he? of all the stars. You, could, you name it. Politicians, music stars, actors. He's had them all, mate.
3: Yeah, Miles Chapel. he is. He's, a, he's got some great photos. One of the
1: great paparazzis is, in the world. I'd say you can put Has he taken a
3: photo of Ellen?
1: <laughs> um, I, I think you he, would be close to getting. I'll tell you what. What um, about Warnie?
3: Because they could be like twins in that photo, him and Warnie. Hey, hey, just touching on Warnie, did you
2: see like... Warnie's man cave? No, I missed social
1: that. I heard, of, I heard about it. I no. did. Oh, Didn't he have a great of the, fridge down there?
3: I'd like to be locked in there.
4: Oh.
3: Well, we got to see Damien Cook's man cave on the on Fox this morning and he said it's nothing as good as Warnie's. But, oh. Oh, Warnie's is oh, unbelievable. Do yourself a favour. Jump on and have a look at it. Yeah, right. Well, we right. might find that footage and put that on the episode. Not a not bad
1: lockdown spot, Brownie?
3: 100%. <laughs> just
1: quietly. The, uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll,
3: be, web page.
2: I'll I'll be recovering for 14 days.
1: So, yeah, well, there's your quarantine, uh, Brownie. <laughs> but um, we might get into a bit of around the NRL news. Brought to you by NG Farrah. Now, uh, Brownie, um, a business like um, NG Farrah, how have they been affected, mate? I know he's a great friend of yours, Glenn.
2: Yep, yeah, uh, it's no secret it's not only real estate that's gonna, you know going gonna to be affected like we just touched on it to all uh, businesses but in, the, the real estate game there's been some new regulations that were come out last night
3: okay
2: no auctions no open homes that's tough um so i did
1: what if you're trying to sell a home now be... i did
2: speak to glenn mm-hmm. farrer and he you're said it is it he said it is business as usual not well not as usual because there's no auctions or open homes but you can still inspect properties by private viewings. So yeah. if you are interested in a property, yep, yeah. um, just you know give the agent a call and, and you'll be able to get an inspection. Right.
3: So so you can still sell your homes. that's just a different way.
2: He indicated to me that they sold ten million dollars worth of property last week, and there's going to be another ten million sold this week. So oh, for
1: sure, yeah. I, I, the the, yeah. the people down there at Faro, NG Farrow, will give you every opportunity to buy or sell a home. No doubt Cam- about Cameron
2: Cameron Early, uh, mad South Sydney Rabbitoh himself. Yep. Yeah. He's got plenty of plenty of stock, and we work, we Big work with us his family, the earlys, yeah. We work
3: with his brother Gunza. Yeah, Gunza. Ryan. Good, good football player in his own right. Sons out, Gunza. out.
2: So, if you are in the market to buy, don't let this crisis scare you off. Uh-huh. Uh, it's probably a good time to buy, um, with the way the market is and, yep. and and what's going on in the world. But yeah, N.J. Farrah and Glenn Farrah have indicated to me that, that it is still business as usual.
3: Okay, so we're going to go around the NRL now. The coronavirus shutdown has had massive implications. Um, some teams could even fold, the poorer teams, and yeah. luckily for us, we're not going to be one of them. We'll be around. What what teams well, are they? Well,
1: well, I'll tell you. I've gone right through this. I've gone through the financials over the last couple of years. And if this continues, it's going to be a two-team competition, boys. No, no, no. no don't laugh at this. It's yeah. us and the Roosters? Uh, no, us it's and the, the Broncos. Of, no, it's uh, us and the Broncos. We're going to get rid of State of Origin, right? Yep. It's going to be a 26-round competition. Us versus <laughs> <first> the Broncos. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: yeah. All right. Well, a chance man, of, man, we'd have to be struggling.
1: It's First past the post. Yeah. yeah. There's no
3: semi-final series. Well, that's yeah. the good news is that there's no chooks in that mix. So well, I don't think we'd miss them. Ah, no, I think we wouldn't. You know what, because we spoke to that about You'd be Kerbos. able to get
2: your revenge next week, wouldn't you? Because Ker- Ker- oh, yeah. yeah, you would. Ker-
3: <laughs> if car sales are down, the Roosters are out. Put it that way, boys. <laughs> yeah. Look, to, to all my Roosters friends listening to that comment, I'm only and up. And nah. we spoke to Kerbox about yeah, it, and we actually it. we actually love the banter and, and the back and forth with our our Roosters friends across Anzac Parade there.
1: I, I actually, boys, I, I had a stat, uh, a couple of stats here about the, the Roosters. Now, I, I don't want to keep putting shit on Actually, yes, I do. Um, anyway, there's you now they were back-to-back premiers, as we all know, and they keep telling us.
3: Back-to-back losses. Well, anyway. that's it. Well, anyway,
1: 2020 Roosters are the first back-to-back premiers to lose their first two games, and I had to dig this one pretty deep. Right back to the legendary South Sydney side in 1955. They lost the first couple of games, actually lost seven out of the first ten games, came from dead last, won 11 straight. Mm-hmm. And won the premiership, that 1955 side, by the way. And um, that was a, a legendary game. In the last round, they had to... Clive Churchill broke his arm in the first few minutes, yep. had to kick a goal from the sideline. Kick the goal, yeah. To beat Manly, to get into the semis. He never played the rest of the semis. They went on and won the comp. Mm. But, um, and the other, it. the
3: other stat about... That story will never get old, by the way.
1: The other stat about the roosters: If this competition doesn't kick off, and there's a possibility it won't, boys,
3: mm, there is a huge, um, huge possibility. We they haven't... also
1: become the first back-to-back premiers to not make the semi-finals since the Manly side <laughs> in 1979. <laughs> so we I've had to um, peel the layers back here, and, or to, or, and really dig deep,
3: or to even stats. win a game, yeah.
1: But um, and boys,
3: a, have, we, have we all got a, uh, an Owen? An Owen? Yeah. Well, I've got uh, Owen Wilson.
1: Oh, Owen Goggins, mate, Southend, good surfer.
2: I've got Cam, Cam Owen. Cam, oh, Cam, Cam Owen, oh yeah, Owen Craigie, Owen Craigie, and Owen two, yeah, the Roosters, Owen two, Owen two, there you go, Owen two, hey, I would have been Owen three this week,
3: yeah, we would Owens have, two. we yeah, we would have.
1: I tell you what, digging up those stats has put a smile on my face in these tough
3: times, yeah, places. happy days, and I know a lot of our Rabbitohs fans are be out there smiling at the uh, the demise of the back-to-back premiers, back-to-back losses, Owen two, That's so it, boys, we'll you know? leave you with that, everybody. And Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah.
1: As we said, the world changed seven days since our last podcast. Let's see where we're at in another seven days. And yeah. We will be bringing another show to you here on Radio's Radio.
2: Exactly. Uh, like I just said, we, we've tried our uh, individual. Uh, if we're at home, we can still make the podcast. Yeah. So the podcast is going to be on weekly. No That's matter right. what. So rain,
3: hail or shine. Whether there's a chipper working outside. I'll be <laughs> oh, a chipper during the interview it,
1: of Kerbox. You probably heard it, obviously. We mentioned it. Started, rain on
3: the tin roof. Rain on the tin roof. If we've all got to sit at home on the phone, the show must go on. And that, that
1: will be called the BunkerCast episode, and we'll bring that to you next week. But anyway, um, cheerio here on uh, Rabbitohs Radio, and uh, keep your chins up out there.
3: Thanks, everyone. Stay healthy. Stay healthy and look after your mates.
1: Take us out, Maver.
3: Rabbitohs Radio is hosted by Grant Chapel, Darren Brown, and me, Steve Maven, and is brought to you by Export Freight Systems, The Juniors, NG Farrah, Rise Foundation, and Burke Street Bakery. For more information on this episode, click the episode webpage in the show notes, and please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. We'd also like you to follow our Rabbitohs Radio Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube channel. We'll be back next week, with another episode. And up the mighty Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs Radio is proudly brought to you by the juniors.